We reflect on uh, the ANC National Conference from the perspective of the youth, and we're joined by uh, Comrade Muhammad Chunara. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam. How are you, Mufti? Alhamdulillah, yourself? Alhamdulillah, shukar. Yes, so what are your overall thoughts and impressions of uh, the conference? Uh, you know, the, the the conference itself has been quite interesting. Um, it, it, it was not the outcome that um, I had hoped for or had many um, youth hoped for. Um, you know, personally, I was supporting Comrade Inkisi for the presidency. Um, I was also supporting Comrade Inturi from the KZN for the Secretary General position as well as um, Dr. David Masondo for the national chairperson position, um, as well as the second DSG, um, Comrade Ronelda from the Western Cape um, for the position of second DSG, as well as um, Comrade um, Masina Mazwandile from Ekuraleni for uh, Treasurer General. So, the, you know, as it stands, um, I personally only recognize two of the elected leadership, which is Comrade Paul Mashatili uh, for Deputy President, as well as uh, the first ESG, Comrade Nambula Mokanyani. I see on uh, Facebook you put a, a post, the NC is no longer when red begins dying, the NC is now a place where brown packets rule to the detriment of the people. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, we must understand uh, the history and the trajectory of the ANC um, being the vehicle of transformation of society, of all of society. Um, the ANC, once the ANC becomes, um, you know, a vehicle of patronage for the elite and for the few, the ANC becomes no longer. And the policies of RIT, of Radical Economic Transformation, is one of just that, of transformation, of understanding that when one takes a leadership position, one takes a higher responsibility and a duty in understanding that, you know, we have come into a country that came from different forms of colonialism before apartheid, whether it was Dutch or whether it was British, and then it was, you know, um, the apartheid um, regime and era. And we, we had come into power, and we must understand that as the ANC, we don't elect ourselves into power. The South African population elects us into power. So, you know, it, it's also an, 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 a, a deep understanding of not losing um, sight of the understanding that this is not something where we can take decisions at a national or a provincial or at a regional or at a sub-regional or even at a branch level and think that the South African um, population is not watching um, and that it will not have adverse effects um, on you know the electoral um, run up as well as the actual numbers um, secured for the ANC in 2024. Mm. 
In terms of youth representation, we know that Fakila Mbalula, the now Secretary General, came through from the youth structures. Is that something promising and encouraging? Look, the thing is, Fekile might have once been, um, you know, at the very height of the youth league, but he himself is not a youth as it stands. We we must understand that youth ends at 35. And quite personally, um, there was a structure put in place by um, the president, Sir uh, um, Ramaphosa, as well as the ex-secretary-general, Ace um, Magushule, uh, known as the NYTT, the National Youth Task Team. And they should honestly be ashamed of themselves. There was 25 of them um, as voting delegates um, at the conference. Not one of them picked up a individual of actual youth from the floor um, for nomination. So as it stands, we have not one youth represented in the top seven. And in the year as it stands, um, it's completely unacceptable. There, there's, uh, we, we, we do understand and we do know that our country is young, our country is black, and our country is female. And it cannot be that that is not being represented at the very echelons of society and of leadership of society. Um, but also, we, we must understand that there's no racial spatial representation in the top seven as it stands. So while the top six was, um, you know, extended and made bigger by one position into the top seven, there's no Indian represented. There's no colored represented. So, the, you know, where are um, the politics of what we call the national question in the ANC, which really goes to give a voice um, to all of South Africa, to all of the population. So are we saying that, um, you know, colored views and Indian views does not matter, their rights does not matter? And that's a very dangerous precedent to, uh, you know, set in politics. Yes, certainly. Uh, the conference has obviously ended yesterday. The next, the continuation is obviously in the January 8th in terms of what will mm. come from the party then. Uh, there's obviously been people who some have backed and who have got the position, others have backed, uh, you know, and uh, who have not got the position. Where to from here now? You know, um, so so in the ANC, there's there's this, this notion that we have of democratic centralism. And um, look, we, we, we are now here. There is an elected leadership. Uh, it is not an election leadership that I myself um, see myself in in entirety. As I said, I only recognize with two of the elected leadership, which is the Deputy President, Comrade Paul Mashatune, as well as the first Deputy Secretary General, Comrade Nobula Wakuniani. But as as leaders of the ANC, it is now our duty to take up the baton and start um, doing the groundwork for the elections of 2024 to ensure that the ANC does not go below 50% and that the ANC does still control a state power in majority 
and that um, you know now the task is is that to ensure that come January fifth, when um, you know uh, the national conference, the fifty fifth national uh, conference of the ANC reconvenes, there is a great representation of youth of under thirty fives within um, the ANC's NEC, and in fact also in the NWC. But moving forward, coming into 2024, um, to ensure that we have, you know, at least for me a, a 40 to 45 representation um, within our um, National Assembly, our NCOP, um, as well as our provincial um, legislators as MPLs, um, as MECs, as ministers, um, we need to understand that th- the youth need to be given um, responsibility to transform society. Um, we 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 cannot be recycling leadership while in the 70s, you know, and late 60s, and think that things are going to change because it's not. These individuals are out of touch. They don't understand the dynamics on the ground. They don't understand, um, you know, what is needed to transform society into something that is sustainable and long-lasting. And we need to understand that a younger, more youthful, more energetic, um, more informed, um, more, you know, um, one with um, the plights of unemployment, of, you know, our, our people are literally dying of hunger. Um, and, and, and we need to understand that as, as leaders of the ANC, it is our responsibility and duty to ensure that we are a country that can move in such a fashion that creates communities of safety and prosperity and of growth. And that is going to happen in a transformative agenda. We appreciate your time uh, on Radio Islam, Brother Muhammad. Jazakumullah khair for availing yourself. And uh, we wish you all the best uh, in the, um, the coming days and weeks. Amin, Jazakumullah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. That was Muhammad Junara chatting to us about what he thinks about uh, the fact uh, that there aren't many uh, youth represented, as well as the lack of white colored Indian representation in the leadership of the ANC.